0: Welcome to hopefully the first of many Transformer issues, where I, Elon, and my co-host... Aiden, hello. ...we review anything Transformers. We're hoping to have a format where we each bring in one toy and review it, and then one comic book issue of the current IDW-verse. I have been a diehard Transformer fan since I saw Bumblebee carry around Optimus Prime's head in the sewers of New York fighting a gigantic alligator made from Optimus Prime's body... Um, that was actually in a cartoon episode, and I've more or less been an active collector and reader ever since, so I guess you can say I am a huge fan.
1: Now I am ashamed to admit this, but I first got started with the Transformers series through the 2007 Michael Bay movie, and then around the same time, the Transformers animated show rolled around. Love that show, and ever since I've been a Transformers fan. Collected a few toys. Have been trying to get my hands on bootlegs because those are pretty fun to get on. <laughs> but not too big on collecting. Mostly about the lore is what I'm interested in. Elon, do you have any way that the people can reach you on social media?
0: Uh, yeah, I have a Twitter account called uh, Totally Not a Robot at nobodyinpartic3 with partec spelled P A R T I C and then three. <laughs> I am on Twitter. You'll find me. I'll have the
1: black and white Rodimus drawing that I did as my uh, profile pic. And a shout out to Aaron at JazzFuzz, JazzFuzz.com, Instagram. Taking away to the first episode of Transformer Issues.
0: So to kick off the first episode, we are going to review one of the modern day classic of Transformers comics called Last Stand of the Wreckers. It's generally regarded as the Watchman of Transformer comics and that it kind of takes the it's kind of a start of uh transformer comics starting to go into a more i want to say like really good comics i guess like to put it simply i, I think it was just more of a more of like good creators being allowed to push the like to progress the property and in some cases expand upon it so we're going to start with last Side of the records issue one written by nick roach with help by james roberts And Nick Roach, as well as various other artists, are doing art duties on the issue. We just read the issue. Aiden just read it here. I've read it many, many times since it's (laughs) been released. I keep on going back to this uh, comic. It's pretty much a great one, but... That says anything about the comic. Oh, yeah.
1: Aiden, uh, your initial thoughts from the first issue, or...? Uh, I'd like to say this is actually a great segue into the overall story and arc of the entire comic. It's perfectly segues into, I'd say, what, like the middle of the war? Yeah. Well, towards like it's like a transition point. Yeah. There is like a
0: like the basic setup of the situation is this. The the Autobots had a traitor in their ranks and so the the Decepticons started a basically galaxy wide assault on everything Autobot right at the moment and like right when the Autobots were supposed to defend themselves they found like all of their systems failing
1: and they've been hacked so as springer and the in the comic puts it we're damn near extinction
0: yes so right now things on the whole are looking bad for the Autobots Are like this setup is during the initial assault the Decepticons decide to free prisoners from the Autobots at a place named Garris 9 which is wardened by a Big Autobot named Fortress Maximus, who is, yes, some of you might have re- remembered, he is that 22-inch toy that you had as a kid, if you <laughs> had $105 to spend in 1980s.
1: Money. It depends on uh, how spoiled you were. <laughs> oh yeah, or lucky. <laughs> uh, okay. Or lucky. <laughs> Let's say probably the most two most interesting uh, characters uh, initially are Springer, who I believe is said to be the leader of what is left here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his name—he
0: is, is part of a special elite do-or-die Autobot group called the Wreckers. In the original Marvel UK comics, uh, they had a—they had a weird thing. Like Marvel would only U.S. would only print one issue a month, and Marvel UK had to put out two comics a month. So they ended up doing—is they ended up making a, writing a lot of their own stories. And one of them so was don't like have to stick too close to the source material. No, nah. yeah. well, I mean, kind of. It's just I'm giving basic basic setup. Yeah, and. <laughs> In order for the writer to write around all that, he kind of grabbed characters that nobody was using. So basically, the records were all characters that not only did not appear in the cartoon but wasn't being used by the U.S. comic, and it was all just like to make his own story. Um, so the records are kind of known as obscure characters doing uh, do-or-die missions, like they're super elite task force, but they have a survival like there's a death rate of thirty-three percent on every mission. So. 33%. Yeah. <laughs> not a good odds, but they are nonetheless the less famous <laughs> for being the commando, crack commando unit.
1: I mean, there's also a cup here, which uh, would appear to be, he, he seems, I, from what I read, mm-hmm. he seems to be more kind of taking the role of Ratchet from the Transformers animated show, where he's, he, you could say he's a, a war veteran, I guess, is the yeah. way I put it. Oh, yeah. He yeah, basically he's he was a war
0: veteran before the war actually broke out. Like <laughs> and before Optimus or Megatron was born, he was already a veteran. So he's seen everything from one side of the galaxy to the other. And one thing I like to point out is he has a actual at this time he had a cigar habit. They actually it's a whole backstory with that, but he needs that as
1: a form to fight PSD. Let's just say that. Yeah, that's because I, I don't think there's a single panel in the, at least the first issue where he doesn't have the thing in his mouth.
0: Oh yeah, it's there, and I love it. Some people don't get it, but it's it's so, just fun. Nice little uh, character quirk. You yeah, know? exactly. He's ex- yeah, he's the crotchety old grandpa with his dirty cigars. You know, talking about how toys were tougher in his day. They had diecast construction versus all <laughs> plastic. You know, said things just fall apart now. It's a lost art. Mm-hmm. Most definitely,
1: oh, unless you're uh, masterpiece. if unless you could afford a masterpiece transformer oh yeah, well, We're, not even like that much metals in those nowadays no you'd think so Nah. like you, you th- you'd think so, considering they're supposedly masterpiece, which means they're like top quality, but not really yeah, no, it's just like I don't know like they don't really put
0: metal in like transformers anymore, except for like you know joints and screws, but that's about it. Okay.
1: Give him a nice little heft.
0: <laughs> yeah, so there is Cup and Springer, and then there's guys like Ultra Magnus and then four new guys that are new to the wreckers, all right? Uh, if I remember correctly, they are Iron Fist. Iron Fist <laughs> Pyro, Rotorstorm and Guzzle. I think yeah, the tank. He's like his name is Guzzle. <laughs> Uh, I think Guzzle was the only guy to ever receive an American release, so the rest of those guys are just, like, obscure Japanese and European characters, so. Oh, of course.
1: Mm-hmm. It's oh. like, it's a record tradition, taking the obscure ones. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, no. It, you can do a lot of things with obscure characters. And make them not so obscure. Oh yeah, that's
0: it's proven pretty well on this. Like that, believe me, those guys didn't get toys before they uh, before this comic was released, and oh, now sure. now they've gotten toys. Like every single one. Oh, well, even
1: Hasbro has made some.
0: Yeah, and or if not Hasbro, like Takara third party totally. Takara Tomy or third parties. Third party, oh, yeah. third party will grab at anything. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like um, and they'll 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 do it faster too than like Hasbro or Takara. It's oh yeah. It's like fuck, uh, fuck your license, uh, license and your copyright. We get to do whatever we want, you know. Because
1: we're a third party, exactly. Except we can't exactly put the name of the character in there, or else we'll get copyright struck. I know it's so odd, like, but they can look exactly like it did in the copyrighted comic for some reason. For some reason, they're getting more bold nowadays, is what I've actually noticed. Oh yeah, because oh. there—I forgot who made it, but there's. Uh, it's this is toy called the Spartacus. Mm-hmm. It's basically a cop. It's uh, a redesign of the War Within Megatron.
0: Oh yeah, I and remember they, this. Re,
1: they put on the box the War Within, but not actual Megatron. Damn, old place. Those guys have ball bearings for funnels. So <laughs> uh, something that I immediately noticed was this first issue. Even reminds me a little bit of the Michael Bay films, as <laughs> in, I at the very least three people died. Like, already. Horribly, right? Oh, yeah. At one point, I believe this is... I forgot who this was, but uh, an Autobot just decapitated a Decepticon by just ripping his head off. Oh, yeah. Went full Sub-Zero for Mortal Kombat 1 in there. And then don't forget Overlord. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, The basic setup is... Or the story
0: with the intro... Or the issue is a rogue Decepticon general named Overlord, also an obscure European-Japanese character, um, decided to oversee, overtake the invasion of Garrus Nine, and, there, and he doesn't need an army to do it because he is his own army. He is a what they call a Phase 6 Decepticon, which is basically you put a planet through for, when you invade a planet, there's like six stages, and the final stage is when the planet's about to collapse, you just send them that Thing that was shoved to destroy the planet, He he's that thing. And he went rogue because Mega- he didn't like taking orders from Megatron, so he can just bas- he's basically indestructible, so everybody freaks out. Like I love the reaction the Decepticons had towards him. Like some of them were crying. Some of them were saying, "This is not happening. This is not happening over and over again." And others were just like utterly silent in fear. So I mean, who wouldn't be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, he's, a ta- he's an Abrams tank. And a blackbird jet that combines. That combines. Yeah, that combine to make him. <laughs> yeah, so his like his the tanks. The tank is his legs, and like the jet is everything else. So,
1: I mean, whatever works, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, he's been crushing Autobots since all the live long day, and, or also making Autobots crush other Decepticons. <laughs> oh yeah. And he's
0: taken over the prison, and he's turned it into his own personal like amusement park, or sadistic amusement I, that's park that's a good
1: way to put it <laughs> an amusement park
0: <laughs> yeah yeah like the one thing about the comics is that they are allowed to go way more graphic especially even for comics themselves the reason being is that because they're all robots and not people you can get like pretty graphic like there's even kind of substitute blood
1: in a way oh yeah with energon yeah and oils <laughs> whatever works like Lincoln i said lubricants. yep I mean, unless you look back at the 80s show where uh, they drink Energon sometimes. Oh, yeah. that That's actually fun. And they actually get drunk and overloaded. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't Soundwave just make a bunch of Energon cubes that hit him and Megatron just down? Oh, yeah. It's it, it's one issue. You do see
0: them, or one co- uh, episode, you do see all of them getting drunk on Energon. You see the little cassette bird trying to fly. Laserbeak? <laughs> yeah. He tries to fly. Laser Beach instead just crashes. As soon as he gets in the air, he just goes nose down and just, like, crashes. And then, and, uh, basically, the Autobots uh, showed up to assault them, and they were just, like, too drunk to do anything. So they just, like, walked so just, away, and just, grabbed, grabbed the MacGuffin, and let's go. The MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> that's a way to put it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's a pretty novel idea. Like, win your war by getting your enemy too drunk to do anything. I mean, it's a war, man. All's fair in love and war, uh-huh. they say. And do you have any questions about the single human character in the comic who? Who is she? Who is she, and how and why is she working with the Autobots? Her name is Verity, and when IDW started, she was, like, the intro human character. She gave, like, the perspective, I guess, of, like, a human in that war. Wasn't an orphan per se, but, like, she just ran away from home. So she basically spends her time drifting, and then she gets caught up with a alien conspiracy guy named Hunter De Onion. Yeah, his name Wait, is D'Onion. the <laughs>
1: Yeah, like the onion or D onion. D onion. Okay. or at least I think that's how you pronounce it. It seems very similar to it. Uh, I mean, you're gonna need some comedy in this rather bleak comic already. Oh yeah, she is that. Three people died in the first issue. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Transformer comics love to
0: kill characters, or at least these ones. And except, unlike the Michael Bay movies, they actually have a reason to. (laughs) Really, I don't understand. In the last night why they showed Hot Rod and Bumblebee killing a bunch of Nazis. Hot Rod. Exactly. Hot, Hot Rod. Hot Rod. <laughs> Hot Rod. And you know what the sad part is about that? What? Hot Rod. They made Judd Nelson speak with a French accent. Like, that was actual the original voice actor for Hot Rod, and they made him... Wait, like, that's
1: the original voice actor for Hot Rod? Yeah, but he didn't have, like, a French accent at all. He was no, just... He no, was he was just... just at Rodimus Prime. Like, exactly. Transformers movie, man.
0: I know. it's. I think it's Michael Bay, and because they made him... Hot rod into a Ferrari, they had to like make him French or something, but.
1: Except that's not
0: necessary at all. No. But, I mean, uh, Sideswipe, sure. Lamborghini. Fer- There's been Ferraris and Lambos and they never had accents, you know?
1: Michael Bay. Yeah. There's nothing else to say but Michael Bay.
0: Exactly. He loves his stereotypes.
1: Oh, yeah. Thank God he's done. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I'm looking forward to the new guy. I don't know his name, but I did love Paranorman. The new Bowie movie is going to be directed by the guy who did Kubo oh. and the Two Strings. Ooh, nice. I didn't see that movie, but I heard it was good.
0: Oh, yeah, so Verti is, like, the token human character that gets tossed around to... gets dragged around. She she goes, hangs out with the Autobots and helps them on their missions, uh, mostly just to avoid the authorities and not to go home, so... I mean... If so, it works. It works. Like, she, yeah, she, she's a recurring character. She, in the, but
1: she does do things, right?
0: Oh, yeah. She does do things, and she does, and she's not, like, a token, like, oh, I've been kidnapped, you have to help me situation. She's not, like, your basic token human, you know, like, stands on distress type, so. No. A- any, do you have any problems with the first issue at all? Uh, no, I I pretty much enjoyed it. I was excited by it. Um, one of the things I like about the artist Nick Roach is that he's he's kind of rare in that he can do detailed enough drawings, but still get his transformers to act very well. He tends to push cartoony expressionism, which is something you really need considering that there are some transformers that only have eyes. Considering they're also you know
1: giant robots. <laughs> exactly. So robots can have personalities too. I know. It's called. Yeah, they should try. Acting. It's called characters. Exactly, acting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anybody who can get the robots to—I'm
1: sorry, but anybody who can get the robots to act is good, in my opinion. So now the last panel is what is interesting to me. So let me get this straight: something just blew up. Yes, yeah, so a Decepticon that ship that they just found. blew up, and outcomes Impactor.
0: Impactor was in the original UK comic. He was the leader of the records. Thing about him was he's kinda he's kinda unique in that he was created solely for that original story back in the UK. And he never actually had a toy at all. So he's Like, not even third party? No, not well, I mean since that been released there has been a toy of him. Okay. But before that, no, he was just like a one off character that was meant to be, you know, a disposable one before Springer became the official leader. So you're seeing kinda echoes of that here. Like um, Part of the issue is the record. The Autobots send the records as a response to the fact that Garrus Nine, nobody has heard anything in years. So He's been taken over by a big boy overlord. <laughs> yes, with his big sexy lips and big Romanesque nose. <laughs> Don't, that's specifically a thing in there. That that was the thing that the artist intended to draw. Like, was that revealed in an interview or oh, no? In the in, in the original comic book, he there's like a little blurb by him in the back, and he says, "Yeah, I drew him with big sexy lips." <laughs> And I also gave him like a big bumpy nose because, like, the reason being he wanted to capture, um, he wanted Overload to look like a, a Roman statue and that they all have big, sexy lips and big noses with like crux, like sharp angles and yeah. stuff. Uh, so, oh, yeah, so, and not only that, but third party people have actually made their own versions of Overlord with those big, sexy lips and those, that nose.
1: So, <laughs> No, it's a thing that the, the artist said he put that. that I, I understand killing. that, but you said that about five times within, what, like, two minutes?
0: Yeah. No, I just think it's funny. You
1: uh, know? It is.
0: And Aaron keeps on cracking up here, so I think it's gold. <laughs> you know, if there's, like, if somebody's, if your producer is breaking up, then you know you got to something.
1: I, that's one way to interpret it. <laughs> Meanwhile. Well, at the same time, he still, he still remains threatening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like a—he's supposed to be, you know, serial killer
0: in a Hulk body, basically.
1: Is he like Megatron tier of power, or...? He's, <laughs> officially speaking, he's supposed to be above Megatron tier. Like, he
0: is... He, uh, well, I don't want to go too much into it, because that is a plot point later on. Okay, yeah, because it's only just the first issue. Oh, yeah. So, Springer assembles his team of Wreckers, and because the Wreckers have a 33% death rate in every mission... Um, How many
1: of them are left again?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, surprisingly, like there's about like five or so left. But the the weird thing is, like the the people, the other sixty six percent are those guys from the original comic who somehow survive every issue or something. Like, somehow, <laughs> yeah they they have what I like to call in Transformers plot armor or cartoon armor, oh, which is plot big, armor. <laughs> yeah, cartoon or cartoon armor, like in com- before this. Uh, it used to be that if you were in the first two sh- if you were a character in the cartoon in the first two seasons, nobody no writer would be would dare to kill off your character because then you'd be get you'd be hounded by fans for killing off their favorite character despite the fact that their favorite character may have only had like
1: a minute worth of screen time in the entire show. So, I mean and then like we like we're talking about well, we, like, we're talking about uh, like the original G- G1. There, Cartoon, right? yep. And then the first, the initial movie comes out. Everybody dies. It, everybody dies. I, I think it was, uh, wasn't it like Ironhide and Prowl that died in like the opening scene? Ironhide, Prowl, Ratchet, and Brawn. All in that opening shuttle. Yeah, like Transformers love to kill their characters. That's one thing I noticed. Over the years, but what I've heard is uh, that that entire idea was just to wipe the stores clean of old toys and replace them with new ones. Yes, that like, is exactly. No so more Optimus Prime. We need Rodimus Prime now. Oh yeah,
0: and they they intentionally made him flawed too. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Optimus was always considered to be too perfect of a leader, so it made things like from a writer standpoint, it made things harder. But I mean, where are we in the? Oh, we we keep. I'm sorry, we keep on getting distracted. Oh yeah,
1: Springer. No, that was fine. Actually, what's the total death toll for this episode? Maybe that's something you guys can do every episode. Total death toll. <laughs> we, okay. I'll start keeping track. Well, so far we've counted marks. three. Three in the comic initially. <laughs> yeah, and a construction project that got blown up by Autobots. Which, on purpose. Not on purpose, which who knows how many, how many <laughs> Transformers were on that. I know, I'm sure a nail gun that had a wife and kids. <laughs> <laughs> Was like heard, among that. I heard a nail gun. And I just think of of the movie The Equalizer. <laughs> the Equalizer with Transformers. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. And the crazy thing is, like,
0: I think there actually is a guy who changes into a nail gun. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, Megatron used to transform into a gun.
0: Yeah, the Walter P thirty eight. Yeah, but the crazy thing is about what the him being a P thirty eight is that.
1: Like, you know how, like, guns come now with, like, an orange safety cap at the end, if they look just, too... Just to... Even if they're, like, brightly colored and clearly non gun they still have to add it on. Yeah. Well, police would be just like, hold on a minute. <laughs> exactly. If I remember correctly,
0: Megatron is the reason why that happened. Megatron is definitely the reason why that happened. Oh, yeah. Like, from what I understand, some kid had a... His dad had a P-38. Like, an actual P-38. Oh, yeah. Fully functional P-38, and the kid thought it was a gift for him. And thought so, it was Megatron? <laughs> yeah, he thought it was, like... And so he brought, invited his friend over to play.
1: He and transformed his head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
1: Sorry. Death no. told us episode four.
0: Yeah. <laughs> One person killed by a Megatron impersonator. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's the reason why those things, like, there. So it's weird how, like, Transformers have been long enough to affect... Trade or safety laws in some ways.
1: Ever um, since Megatron has been a jet or a tank,
0: yeah, pretty much. I mean, every time they try the gun, it's always been let's make him look like a Nerf blaster or put an orange cap on it. I mean, the only time they ever gone back to the P thirty eight is when they do Masterpiece Edition. Yeah, it's
1: bad to say the Masterpiece Megatron. It also has the orange tip on it, though. Well, if you imported it, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I my I know mine does too, and I
0: didn't take it off, but. You can. No, you can, but, like, I don't want to damage it and all of that, but, like, I I don't take out my masterpieces at all just because, like, I'm afraid of, like,
1: damaging them. paint chipping? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that masterpiece, Megatron, gets a new paint chip every single time you breathe on them wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, the new one or the old one? I have, like, the original one. Oh, the old one? Oh, yeah. Oh. I was talking about MP36, the newest one. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't have them, but, yeah, I heard there's, like, some issues, but... To be perfectly honest, like, I kind of expected that, because if you look at the original Toy Megatron, he looks nothing like he did in the cartoon. No. No, like, his, um, like, the most obvious thing being his crotch is actually still the trigger, whereas, like, the... (laughs) And he actually does have, like, a barrel coming out suspiciously close to that waist. (laughs) So um, You can half-transform him, and he just looks like he has a barrel over his crotch. <laughs> yes, exactly. Springer assembles his team of Wreckers. We get introduced to uh, four new characters, the Pyro, Rotostorm, Guzzle, and Iron Fist, and we be- get to learn a little bit about each character. Uh, one guy looks suspiciously like Optimus Prime, Pyro, and Iron Fist is revealed to be, well, basically me, the fan. Uh, that's, he's in charge, like, you find out he has, like, he's in charge of, um, Audiopedia, which is Autobot Wikipedia, and it's, like, he writes up all the articles,
1: he reviews... There's a Wikipedia in the Transformative Universe? Oh, yeah. In the Uh, IDW, that is hilarious oh yeah it, it gets even it's so meta with that character it's insane it's crazy like, so is he just like is he the re- representation of the readers of the comic as a transformer yes that's that, the best way to describe That his is character. great oh yeah and
0: there's a suspicious marking on the side of his head but they don't reveal it yet you can, oh. can't kind of see it yet but but it 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 exists. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the one thing I love about uh, this series is that, like, um, I mean, I don't want to reveal too much, but there's always a reason, like, once you read the next issue, to go back to the prior issue and see what you miss. Because, like, the guy, there's so many things in there and Easter eggs that it's just... I mean, that's just a sign of a
1: well-written comic. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it's... So you could always go back and read, even if it's just to figure out, wait, what happened again? Mm-hmm. Wait, that's, this was here? Or oh, yeah. right. I missed
0: that. I guess for my ranking because it's I have such huge nostalgia coming in, and I know what's going on. I guess I got. I'm going to give this like four Autobot symbols out of five, or Energon cubes out of five. <laughs> like we're going to find an official metric soon. I'm going to maybe Rodimus Stars. When, Rodimus well, Stars? <laughs> no, no. That's like that's a plot point. I can't say those. No, uh, you can't. Not yet. Okay. Well, we're going to give this. Five spent bullets out of. No,
1: four <laughs> spent bullets, energy on bullets out of possible five spent energy on bullets. What? Casing. So, wait, that's your rating? Yes. Since this is the fir- my first time reading it, and I've not read the rest of the series yet, definitely gonna get me to come back, so I'm gonna give this five. Awesome. Like five energy on bullets out of five, I guess. Yes. Spent shells. Sp- <laughs> F- five cup cigars out of five. Yes, five cigars, yes. There we go. Yes, good old cup. It's definitely going to make me read it again.
0: Well, that's actually a good segue to the next part of our show, the
1: toy review. So what do you have here? What did you bring today?
0: Okay, I brought the Generations Cup, part of the Thrilling 30 line that was released a couple years ago. What
1: class is this?
0: Uh, he is a deluxe class, meaning he, uh, if he was sold today in the shelves,
1: would be around 15 bucks. Unless you go to I- Walgreens and then they're 20 Oh, yeah,
0: which is kind of disappointing. Well... But I did buy one special aftermarket uh, piece for his head. He had a different head and old, made him look older than he was. I guess like too old. But this one came with the IDW head that you see in the comics, right down to the cigar. What did the previous head not have the cigar? Nope, it did not have the cigar. It's not cup. No. Nah, it just had like an old man face with like, you know how like they have the open mouth and like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's the face. Like, um, yeah, we,
1: It's great that we're just talking about visual descriptions in our podcast. Your imagination will always come up with something more interesting than what's actually there.
0: That's true. Totally true. So yeah, I bought this aftermarket head. It came in a case. You had the option of getting one with the cigar or the cigar or one without it. I just put on the one with it
1: because look how cool that thing is. It's tiny. Then he holds the gun. Oh yeah, his <laughs> musket. That's a musk. Oh, that is a musket. <laughs> yeah. He has
0: yes, because like they like to play play the fact that he's old, so he has a musk a electron musket. But does it does it have to be reloaded as long as a, a normal musket? You know what? I haven't seen that because they never give him they never draw that gun or use it anywhere else. They de- like they they uh, believe me when I say most Autobots from the original show are uh, cartoon all had like
1: cool unique guns but nobody to date has done anything with them other than prime's gun and of course like usual it's as with every single transformer's Mm -hmm. weapon it's going to be completely gray no no paint at all but somewhat good detail oh yeah
0: it's got good detail and also comes back uh, part of that line was they one of these little c clips so you can clip them on
1: like right here in the back Uh, Uh, Love me some weapon storage (laughs) oh yeah it's awesome. Well, and promise it latches onto uh, his uh, kibble, as it's called. Oh, should we explain what kibble is? Okay, yeah, sure.
0: Kibble is something that refers to... Um, well, in Transformers, one of the things that makes them visually unique, especially in robot mode, is you will find parts of what they transform into on
1: the body. Because, you know, that's the whole gimmick of the entire franchise as a whole. They transform into something. Oh, yeah, like... Usually a vehicle, sometimes a piece of equipment. Sometimes a gun. Oh, yeah. Or if
0: you're Soundwave, a a cassette player. Oh, yeah. And so the kibble usually refers to some part that serves no real purpose in the robot mode, but
1: is needed for the other mode. It's a compromise for the transformation. Yeah, exactly. It's just parts that are completely obvious of the alternate mode that somewhat ruins the illusion of being a, a robot. But not entirely oh yeah sometimes it's- it can get annoying sometimes not or if you can or if you want to be this toy you can just let's store the weapon on the kibble yeah his
0: big backpack that's a forms-
1: huge backpack that's just a that a front car hood or yeah pickup truck the yeah. cab yeah like the roof of the cab i guess yeah, yeah aren't the bottom the bottom of his feet are like the undercarriage of a car Ah, uh, no they're actually the flatbed of the pickup truck oh moment. yeah <laughs> like yeah. if we Completely ignore the kibble. It does look like a fairly solid robot mode. Yeah, I mean, it. I'd say, especially the head, the head sculpt, and the mostly the head sculpt is what paints a picture. Like, oh yeah, this is Cup. Otherwise, he looks normal. The painting is not the greatest, but not bad. I think actually, is there any painting at all? Uh,
0: yeah. Well, there's these orange-ish parts that are yellow and some gray. (laughs) Yeah, and then like on his arm. But some, but for the most part, yeah, they should mostly. Most of the paint is just gray to blend in with the other gray parts. So
1: I mean, you could make an excuse like, "Oh, he's old, put yeah. gray." <laughs> his finish has lost its luster on his car truck yeah. pickup truck mode. <laughs> but so. I would say this is a fairly
0: good-looking robot mode. <laughs> oh yeah, he's always been solid-looking, and and not only that, but he's he's actually a movie animated movie character, so he's gonna get oh. love no matter what he. Oh, so was he like. in the initial movie? Oh yeah, he was there to train Hot Rod as like to be the like you know how like in the hero's journey there's always an old man. Yeah, there's always a mentor. <laughs> He's that guy. Oh, yeah. okay. So the so the entire movie he spends spends it with uh, Hot Rod bossing him around,
1: telling him don't do that or don't do in this. my don't do that. day we did this or something like that. But yeah, in your day the uh, the rookie the rookie didn't become the prime. Exactly. <laughs> After you know, Optimus died. <clears throat> nah, or get into middle, get in the way of his fi- final fight to the death of Megatron. <laughs> yeah, it, you could call it a second second degree murder charge. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. He was trying to help him. But... He was, but he didn't. He made it worse. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I think that was just plot, <laughs> plot. <laughs> or by that I uh, mean d- marketing. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can I can still hear the cries of several children in the '80s. Uh, Optimus Prime died. <laughs> I, does, did my
0: tears taste like good? Like I want to ask like the guys at Hasbro. <laughs> was my tears good? Did they taste good? Did you notice them, or did they ta Did it all just blend it into like a sea of salt? That you guys or, were able to drink from every morning? or was it just printing money? Mm-hmm. This part's a little bit tricky. I'm trying to flip over his entire torso to form the hood. And uh, how how would you say what's the the difficulty of this transformation like? You know. Most of them isn't difficulty, but this one part, like, right here, like, where it's, like, his center torso. Is that more due to age or just the actual engineering? Actual engineering. It's tough. His head doesn't clear his waist, uh, so to speak. Yes, his he-, he can bring his head to his waist. Um, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, just in order to flip over the torso. I think I got it. And then
1: magic of it. The magic of editing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not gonna edit this. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, thanks. Now no, no, it's more pressure. Just, just add some royalty free jazz in the background.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: dab Do watch. Oh, trust me, I have the perfect song. <laughs> okay. I'll show it to you. Royalty <laughs> free jazz. Royalty free jazz. You know, I think next time I'm gonna start with it transformed
0: into the vehicle mode. What do you think I did with mine? <laughs> exactly. You got it smart. So
1: why don't we, actually, since I'm still figuring this out, why don't we talk about your guy? Okay, so what I have here is the, I believe it's the deluxe class uh, Bayformer Dropkick. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, um, without his little hood and spoiler back here, he also, much like Cup, turns into a pickup truck. Yep. And, of course, since it's car mode, it's it's a, a complete brick. Aside from the wheels, it rolls good, I'd say. Yep. But if you turn it over, of course, there's a bunch of kibble. But you're never going if you're gonna display a deluxe class transformer or a transformer general, you're never gonna display it upside down. No, I mean unless you're doing a wreckage scene where like a bunch of cars get into a, an act or like a road accident or something. But. I mean, <laughs> as a diorama, but sure, why not? But. Well, you could see actually part of the the kibble the robot mode if you just hold it up. Finally, it doesn't properly plug into the underside of the car very well. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, um, lack of there is some painting, not too many though. It looks like a fairly good car. Uh, it's got they did this pretty funky thing where on the top they just like outlined the Decepticon logo. Oh yeah, like, on that the hood roof of his car. But I, I just like the blend of it's a gray and purple. I don't know exactly what model it is, but like, probably search Deluxe, deluxe Class Bayformer Dropkick and you'll probably find it. Yeah, I think he's a, sh- a Chevy Silverado pickup truck. Yes. Mm-hmm. But he has like a little hood on the back of it that has a little spoiler on there. And that's a, an accessory of his, you could say. That's part of the transformation. Some weapon storage that's done well. Yep, and
0: then I just finally finished my little guy. He's also a pickup truck of, but of an undeterminate model. It's supposed to be not quite modern, not quite retro. Looks like a
1: front of it looks like a Volkswagen Beetle.
0: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's not. got it's got to be like an old school feel to it, and the and you find and the fun fact is the reason his name is spelled not C U P but K U P as in pickup truck. So fun uh, fact. Mm-hmm. And like your drop kick, he only his this. He has no steering, and he doesn't have that many moving parts. Other, but he has weapon storage in the top of uh, his roof. It looks terrible. Ah, well, hold on. There's a way to make it better because the kibble or the gun also doubles if you store it underneath as a second
1: exhaust fan port. Oh, that's perfect. Oh yeah, that's actually pretty clever. Weapon storage doesn't make. But it doesn't help him with his rolling. <laughs> okay, now it does.
0: <laughs> if you do it right. Huh. Yeah. I, don't know, I consider this a good sign. We both chose pickup truck
1: transformers. That was completely unintentional. Oh, yeah. But it works.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to pick up a guy related to every comic book that we read, or at least one toy of that character. i do not really have it. anything like that,
1: so I can't really do the same thing, but you know. <laughs>
0: oh, don't worry. I got us covered. Oh, and why don't you transform your dropkick? I shall. That'll but yeah, work. I do love the just, I the only problem I ever had with that
1: that mode is that the blue should really be purple, Decepticon purple, to make that symbol work. Oh, that's like very like dark blue. It almost looks like purple, but it's not exactly. Yeah, it works. It works. I haven't untransformed this guy in a while. There we go. <laughs> oh yeah, I I'm trying to remember if this was movie 1. This I yeah, this is definitely movie 1. I got this like back in 2007 or 2008. Oh yeah, like oh god. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, like the it's the thing about the movie character designs is they were de- like before that most transformers can be defined as boxy looking, but still somewhat simplistic, but then when Bay came along and because he had to make things live action, he really had to break up those chunky pieces. They're still bulky and everything, but now they're just like way more, I guess, streamlined and yeah, more curvy, I guess is some way to put it. But, but yeah. Uh, it, so, as a result, the transformation got a little bit more... Comp- or definitely got more complex than that first season or first show. But then, when the second movie came along, boy, did things get utterly insane. Because not only did they try to go for an accurate... Alt mode and robot mode, but they even tried to get the transformation down. This is, this
1: is, being, which I think I is, can't get the, up, the head up. Crazy. The head? Let me see. <laughs> the head's being, it usually has a spring, but it's not really. Oh, give, yeah, the dramatic reveal. Flavors.
0: Yeah, the thing about transformer toys is they like to do dramatic reveal. Uh,
1: I think probably, that bro! I should probably popping it up. Uh, it's usually spring loaded. I don't know what the deal is. Uh,
0: let me see if I can. It's been a while, because like I have this guy too, and I forgot like how to activate that feature. Oh, try pushing the arms together.
1: Oh, um, there ah, we go. There he is. It, it wasn't even that good of a dramatic reveal. It's just like, hello, I'm here. Oh, yeah. Well,
0: it's like it's kind of I don't know. Dramatic reveals kind of. It's been it's been a while since
1: its heyday. So it's kind of ubiquitous now. Oh yeah, I got this thing. This thing has has aged a bit. Not too bad, but no, it still works. It does. Oh yeah. Like I busted this guy out I'm after actually, like, several years, and I'm like, oh, yeah. and I just transformed him like on the spot. Damn, that's like the best I could do. It's no, it still it still works. Like you know? back here, it's not very appealing to the eyes. No, I mean it's all kibble back there. So it's all kibble. I mean, just, Kibble and bits. Kibble and bits. But uh, what we got here it, with the back of the the hood and the spoiler on the back of the pickup truck is you could say it's his uh, little accessory and weapon. It's like a, a claw mm-hmm. that like opens and closes, and there's like a little knob that slides it in and out. You just plop it on top of his of his his, uh, his open hand. Not really, mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a little sculpted design of a hand that just it's just a hole. You plug it right. into.
0: Damn, I actually forgot about this guy. I mean, now (laughs) I can totally see that. I think he got repainted a couple times too. Yeah, I think
1: he. I think they did do They redid him. (laughs) Uh, and I like how he's got like the windshield chest. Yeah, Yeah. he's got. Except normally it's like plugged in, but uh, when he's in robot mode, it just like splits in two. Yeah, that was the thing. Stand him up.
0: (laughs) No, he's standing. He's He's standing, but it
1: doesn't look very good. Oh, let me look at the front. No, whatever. This guy's poseability is not the greatest, but he's a deluxe class, so what can you expect? Yeah,
0: I mean, like, most of the pose... I think most of that poseability is limited by the fact that, like, so
1: much of the truck mode is on his back right now. Oh, yeah. And, like, his shoulders, too. That's this guy's, like, weakest point, is the kibble in the robot mode is atrocious.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I do like the fact that, like, his rear wheels are part of his knees. or At least I think those are his rear wheels.
1: Those are his rear wheels. Oh cool. His front wheels are just like his little shoulder pads. Oh cool, yeah. But he's got like like I look at this and I just think of the uh original what like uh kickback. Yeah. What, what, like in what were those things called? Like oh, the Insecticons. Yeah, the Insecticons. I didn't well, just just want to make sure I had that right. But I do like how they always did that. With the Decepticons, they in a bunch of other things, they made them look like insects. You can just start out with the Insecticons, but then it just got expanded because this guy does look like an insect. He's got these chicken legs going on. He's, oh yeah, the chicken
0: legs. Then back the pinchers and then like the the ba- like the windshields. The windshields and the look like eyes. Look like wings exactly back oh, yeah. here. Yeah, he looks like he's about ready to. Fly onto a tree and cause another Asian beetle crisis in the state of (laughs) Illinois,
1: (laughs) (laughs) or a Cybertronian beetle crisis. Cybertronian beetle crisis, but uh, possibility, I mean, exists, but it doesn't do much. He's got like these gun things going on uh, at the bottom of his "quote unquote" hands, forearm blasters. Yeah, he's got four of those. Oh, nice.
0: Most bots only get one. But this guy comes along and says, I'm a bug, and I get four.
1: He pretty much is a bug. Mm-hmm. This head is a little, little bit of a... Sw- oh. It's got a, a little ball right. joint, but it's mostly spring-loaded due to the rest of the head structure. Oh, the antennas float back. Okay, cool. Yeah, Definitely a bug. <laughs> but, it, but like a lot of other Transformers, he does not have a proper mouth. Oh, yeah, they went with the mouth cut piece, you know. Like always. But I believe he, he has some light piping in his eyes. <laughs> oh, nice. He's got a I huge... Huge chunk of shit mm-hmm. in the back of his head. <laughs>
0: yeah, like all Well, I mean, the screw in the back of his head might prevent the light piping. Hold well, let me see. Probably. Does he have light piping? It's there, but it's just bare. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, I. Th- well, you know what it looks like. I can just.
1: I don't see his eyes, but rather I see the outline of his eyes. I, I, I see the empty. I could see the empty sockets in the back of his head when mm-hmm. I hold it up to a light. Yeah, I mean, the light piping can use a little bit... Like, the eyes
0: don't actually light up in the light piping, but the area around the eyes. Yeah.
1: That could use somewhere. This but. man is definitely top-heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, his short little chicken legs and his feet, his small eyes. It, it, they're decently sized feet, but not too big. They can't hold him up really well in a, in a pose, because he has no pose Um, hmm. Yeah. Well, I do like the truck mode. It's pretty solid
0: and it's like not as fiddly as Cup over here, who, no. who's, who's like partially a shell more than anything in the front. But yeah. But I
1: gotta say, I like my Cup mode better than your Dropkicks robot mode. Oh, yeah. Don't. Yeah. It's much like the movie that, that this guy came from, supposedly. I don't know. I never saw him. Mm-hmm. He probably died right away. No. Uh, it's a mess. As
0: for grading, I rate the basic truck mode of my cup figure. I will give it three and a half out of five, mostly because it works as cup. It's a pickup truck. Even the back of the bed, the the doors fold down, so you can like load up cargo. I guess three and a half what's three and a half um, cup cigars, <laughs> cigars out way. of five. Me. <laughs> and then robot mode. Well, Cup is one of my all-time favorite characters, especially the way they treated him IDW. Uh, before he was like, he was like the Grandpa Simpson of the Transformers, and that he would told stories, doddering old stories that go nowhere. It's just Ratchet from animated. <laughs> yeah, but now IDW made him the kick-ass version. So I mean, and I bu- so I'm gonna give him four. St- Saigars out of five um, and I'm going to note that one whole Saigar is dedicated to his head sculpt that comes with Saigar so so Did he's wait, like this came with two head sculpts? well no I mean like the the, the after party kit I bought oh, came with yeah. two head sculpts one with and without it so both of them are way better looking um, later on they do release another cup but I hold on to this one I put him in my record shelf only because he. I think it still looks great despite the fact that Um, he's not quite 100% accurate to either the original version or the ID version, version,
1: but first place. So, uh, with overall difficulty in in both transformations for my dropkick, I'd say it's probably going to be, it's probably a lot harder, uh, to transform into car mode considering you have to deal with all this, all this crap and the pretty, some of the, some of the joints are very tight, some of them are very loose. There's ratchet joints, ball joints, all that. But um, it's not too difficult to do. <clears throat> it's just but it has a lot of steps. It, it has a lot of it does have a lot of steps for a deluxe class. Mm-hmm. But okay, but I think it's a lot harder to transform it into robot mode, mostly because of the kibble they have to manage.
0: Yeah,
1: it, with both transformations, the kibble's hard to manage just because of how like big. There's big chunks of plastic. To deal with, and the joints are, you know, old, and as what was heard is I had a huge problem getting the head out, mm-hmm. but I think that's more age, since yeah. I got the guy kind of, you know, 2007. So what would you rate the car mode? Just how many uh, cigars? Uh, like, probably th- two and a half, three, maybe? Okay. It's mostly because of, like, it rolls well, I like the paint, but the kibble is actually more obvious than it really should be for a car mode.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But overall, it looks pretty good. Probably, yeah, I'd give it, go with a three. Now for robot mode, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do have a lot of nostalgic attachment to this toy because, you know, I got him as soon as I started getting into the series, but now I look at it now, uh, kibble happy, lack of posability. It looks cool. Mm. Yeah. Like, mostly, but the kibble's really ugly to deal with, and it just does not feel fun. It's very loose. Like I said, more age.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it would have been nicer if they took, like, the, um... I guess, like, Cup, and, like, if they did a thing with Cup, like, the same thing they did with Cup, is that they put the flatbed paneling on the legs, so that way mm-hmm. the legs would look, be a little bit more stable. Yeah, because
1: it doesn't it, they slide a lot.
0: Oh, yeah, and it seems like it's so top-heavy that it, it kind of
1: limits the pose poseability oh, of yeah. the figure. Now, if I were to rate the robot mode... Uh, I'd give it like a two, two and a half at the most, just because it does it. It's not fun to play with. But it's cool. It's somewhat cool to look at. I'm just I'm moving out barely, and the head's just like shaking. Everything's falling apart. This accessory does not help the weight of the figure at all.
0: No, nah, like those. I like the pinchers, but yeah, if the Doesn't. arm, I can see like the te- Just over time, That's the wear and tear in those joints.
1: Yeah, it just it doesn't do well in the joints. since this is the the only metal that's probably in there is just in the joints, doesn't help a whole lot though. Especially not in the ball joint that attaches the arms. Yeah, I mean that's gonna put a little bit of like a strain. Doesn't you have a pivot in his in his foot? Like his foot currently is just tilting to the side, but it doesn't have an actual pivot. So yeah, I mean I don't even think there's like a a way to stabilize it at all. Th- these little things, he's got like little little.
0: I what would you if, call these? I don't know. Like if 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 this was a bike bot, I would say this is these
1: look like little kickstands, but this yep. is it's not, not a, a motorcycle. Bike. Yeah. It's a it's a pickup truck.
0: Yeah. This is pointless. I I know. It's like feet antenna or really Really long toes, you know? The really long toes are on the side of his foot. <laughs> yes, that raise upward and are not connected to the other toes at all or the feet. He's yeah. got little like I want to say clomps or something for toes. So, but you just made that word up. Clumps. Hmm. Yeah. Or um, did you make that word
1: up? Yes. Like little, <laughs> little like. It's, there's a little a lot of mechanical detail that makes it look like it's going to be a motorcycle, but it's not going to. You look at the top. Mm-hmm. The bottom looks fine. I like the chicken legs. The wheels are okay. I can deal with that. Yeah, the top you know, is just kibble.
0: Yeah, it's I not think, fun. <laughs> I think that it would have been better if they put a ball joint in the the feet, so that way. You can spread the legs out a little bit further or and the then at the very
1: least a pivot.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just the way to pivot them so that way you can you can always maintain like a flat. Like he has on these thrust. like
1: little flip out panels that are on the bottom of his feet in car mode. Mm-hmm. They flip out in robot mode. Supposedly help the uh stable, but it doesn't it doesn't help that much at all.
0: Nah. But it's... I'd just
1: give this overall toy probably like a three if I didn't I'd, if I because I could take off my rose colored glasses Mm-hmm. This is a very nostalgic toy to me, and that's pretty much the only reason I still have it around. But it it's a deluxe class, and it's from Bayformers, 2007 engineering. It's fine.
0: Yeah, it works. Uh, next week we are going to review Last Stand of the Issue or Last Stand. Last Stand, Stand of the, the issues is Wreckers Two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Last Stand of the Wreckers, Issue Two. Um, it's still the same artist and writer, but he does get help. Uh, he does ha- actually tap into some people. Uh, James Roberts, the one of the current ongoing Transformer writers, does help uh, with writing duties. And another artist, I'll have to look up his name and make sure I can pronounce it correctly, does uh, help on a couple other issues. And then as for my toy, well, definitely a character from the comic. That much we know. Surprise!
1: Next week for me. Now, for what I plan to bring... The Transformers Cybertron Supreme King Starscream, like, the the big one. Like, it's a it's a big boy right there.
0: Yeah, it's bigger than the, like, the $45. It's, like, one of the... Like, every year they release, like, a gigantic Transformer, and
1: that's, like... It's usually of, it's, like, a one-off. It's, like, the size of a combiner. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'd say it was just like, a bit smaller, maybe. Yeah, maybe a little bit larger than that, because, like... Depends on the combiner and what age we're talking. Yeah, that's... But, like, the like two of uh, like his cup and my drop kick. It, i don't even think would be half of the size of the supreme king starscream but uh, we we'll go into that next time <laughs> yeah when we have it right in front of us yeah uh well thank you for listening in to this first episode uh i hope this was enjoyable i hope that people will return to listen to us next time and i too would like to thank our listening
0: audience uh welcome to our first inaugural episode uh our pilot episode and again, I'd like to give a shout-out to Jazz Fuzz Studios. Uh, you can find them online at Jazz Fuzz. If you're in the Chicagoland area and you have a story to tell, please contact Jazz Fuzz Studios. He, Our friend Aaron be more than delightful to help you get your story out onto the Internet. They not only provide recording services, but they also will help you get your website set up. They will also get you, if you need a logo, he'll get that done. And he also produces and edits, so you get everything you need in one roof. So look him up. And we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. And this is Transformer Issues signing off. See ya. <laughs>